you know, we all have these dreams, but we definitely need friends mm. uh, because, you know, your dreams can be valid, but not feasible for the time being, or rather it can be detrimental for everyone, like bleeding on everyone, which is not yeah. necessarily always nice. So I love a support system, but you must allow the support system to give you a time frame. Like I will support you for six months. And this is what support looks like. So yes. that you yourself can also have an aim that like, okay, so you're not lazy. You need to get clients. You need to, do you know what I mean? Whatever time it is on your side, I'm hoping you are having a fantastic one. Welcome to Sakina Speaks, the 17th week of Lockdown Chats series. I'm super, super excited to introduce to you today's guest. And you know what? My mind is just in a million different places right now because I'm so excited uh, because this is a phenomenal young lady who's doing the absolute most in the beauty industry. She has graced the faces of those who have graced the front pages of Forbes magazine. I'm talking about doing the faces of the one and only Muzli, Nomuzi Mabena, Rouge the Rapper, DJ Zinke, and many more. Ladies and gentlemen, Vanessa Makole Unamaka. Yeah. Oh, that was a lot. That was amazing. Thank you. You know when someone speaks, you're like, ah! Who's this now? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking that. That's I haven't, fantastic. I haven't asked um, my guest that question in a while. And I really, really wanted to do that yeah. on this episode because it's been a lot. How has how this whole yeah. lockdown thing been treating you? Oh, bruh. It's actually been such an eye-opener. I hate to focus on the financials of it, but it's a reality in our grown age. We must speak about it. Yeah. Very first couple of months were was very challenging but i've got a quite a great support system mm. in general and savings help you know now yes. it's so interesting that funds come funds come like the blessings of the lord don't stop so that's mm. one aspect of it about this covid um, situation mentally very eye-opening because i think the year before 2019 i was on the go all the time either you're shooting an advert you're shooting mm. a series on weekends you have clients or wedding i was on the go yeah and definitely put a back seat on my friendships and so and just because i was on the go to you know make a name mm. for myself make wealth for myself make money for myself and all of those stuff and so this year now now that there's no more noise you have to sort of like be quiet within your own thoughts and see True. the trajectory of your life and how reasonable is this work and there's now a lot of questions that come into your mind so i'm very mm. grateful for the season of in the christian world they say sila s-e-l-a-h mm -hmm. where you just be quiet sit down and listen to the lord and I so this it. is what the season has been. Like God forced me to hands break up S-E-L-A. Yes, definitely. Yeah. On that, I resonate with what you're saying because this yeah. was really a time for us to just calm down, relax and focus on and, and just refocus on the things that matter. And I, mm -hmm. I really love that. It's just repositioning us and moving us forward in the direction that we really need to be. And unfortunately, okay. even though you said in 2019, your friends, uh, your, your friendships suffered a little bit because, you know, you have to do what you have to do in order to be able to enjoy, you know, your wealth and all of those great things mm -hmm. that will come with those very same friends. 2020, I think, has been that year for me because I'm, I'm fairly fresh out of high school. So 2019 was already that eye-opener. You know what? 
we're not friends anymore. But 2020, I think, has just shown who's really, really important. Mm-hmm. And not in like, a, you text me all the time and all of that, but it's just really putting stuff into perspective and priority straight. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, how, how old are you? I'm 20 years old. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> That's the best age. I'm so proud of you for doing such a thing at such a ripe age. Thank so, you. So good. Thank um, you. Dare I say that life will still teach you. And it's a beautiful journey. It's, in terms of friendships, I think I've had great, great, great friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, um, I'm very picky about who I... Like, I took birds of the same feather flock together very seriously. Yes. And so in different seasons, I definitely befriend different people. Mm. Um, I like things like best friendship. I don't particularly believe in it. I believe in friends of great season and being good to people in every season. I'm not saying be good to them so that they can benefit you and then leave them. I'm yes. just saying that, you know, be mindful of your growth also. Don't always be in a situation where you're the best person in your crew. Mm. I love being, for lack of a better word, I love being the worst person in my crew i love having people around me that are way better in terms of thinking in terms of finance so that's very i'm so glad that you're 20 you have so much life to live which is so exciting thank you now guys you can already Mm -hmm. see you've already caught a glimpse of the type of person that we're going to be listening to today and so let me just get straight into it please tell us about the road to makole made and tell us more about yourself and the Mm -hmm. making of the brand and the story behind the name okay God, I love your passion. Um, okay, so my name, Vanessa Makole Unamaka. Makole is my grandmother's name. Mm-hmm. Okay, the story behind it. I went to this, finished with speech and hearing therapy. Then after that, I decided to go to corporate. Mm-hmm. Then I was in events, but I was doing corporate events with Standard Bank. Um, so in that season of my life, for like two years, basically I didn't go to hospital work. I didn't do all of that. I knew that I wanted to go to corporate. Yeah. Went to corporate, did events for like corporate events for like the ex of uh, Standard Bank and um, the banks mainly. Got to travel. I thought traveling was the it thing. Then I realized that no, I'm quite a people's person. If I must travel, I, like it doesn't matter where I am, it matters who I'm with. Yes. So it hit me in that journey, that season, that traveling wasn't really the what I thought it would be. Mm. Um, so that season ended and it ended at the point where I said to myself, okay, cool shop, all I know is the human body, how to treat the human body. And so I was saying to myself, let me go study medicine. Because yes. there's this thing called GEMP, G-E-M-P, at VITS, where if you've done a science, you can just get into third year of medicine. Okay. So I decided, okay, cool, let me try and apply and do all the courses necessary. And in the season of applying and doing that year, I was like, okay, cool, let me do makeup. And this was a hard conversation that I had to have with my mom and said that, listen, I'm going to leave the working world and I will go study this is how I softened the blow. I was like, yeah. I want to go study so that I can get into medicine. And I'm Congolese and Congolese parents, that's sort of like their dream. It's something that she <laughs> yep. could do. She, mm. she was like, okay, cool. Yeah, sharp. I can do that. Then the makeup thing started picking up in terms of like bookings and stuff. And I must pause. Now I must pause and say that I get into it. Now I'm sort of like into the maybe two feet in it. My body is not yet in the room. Yeah. Uh, like the corners of my feet are there. And what I found that I need, first of all, the makeup tools. I need a great phone so that people can see that I can do makeup. Yeah. And so the makeup tools, I always collected makeup while I was working. So it was sort of like a capital that I didn't know that I was collecting, but I was collecting. Mm-hmm. And so I always had, my practice was always to buy three foundation shades. And I'm quite a universal color. So, 
<laughs> I had a color darker than me and a color lighter than me. Yeah. And so that gave me already, I promise you, in South Africa, that's already 60% of South Africa. If you're mm. color darker than me and a color lighter than me. So that's how I built the case because I was doing it while I was working. About the phone, I had great support. My sister was paying, my little sister at the time. Mm. Not at the time, just my little sister. But at the time, she was helping me pay my phone because she understood tax and all of that stuff because you know in South Africa they don't give you a phone on contracts and I think you need True. to have a credit history and stuff like that and I didn't have all of that but she was smart but she, it's what she studied she built her credit history she was able to get two phones so I had the Apple 7 mm. and my brother says that he's going to buy my toiletries so at this point we must acknowledge that I had quite great support my yeah. sister paying 500 rand a month for my Apple 7 but at the time my brother paying my toiletries which I think at the time he used to give me like 750 rand sure. so I'm just painting you the realistic backdrop of this conversation mm. and that was just to set me up so that the money that i get per face i'm not using it on myself or else you don't you don't feel it you know so that's sort of how the journey began the name is my grandmother's name my sister came up with it i just wanted something that had an mm i like two words together i knew that i wanted made and Makole, and I didn't want beauty particularly. It yeah. ended up plopping there so that I can be niche, but it's mm. not something that I particularly wanted. So it was Makole made. So that's mm. sort of like the backdrop of where it started. Sorry, mouthful. I love mouthfuls because then you get the full gist of it and people get to really understand. And on top yeah. of that, I love that you painted that picture because a lot of people just think, I don't know, like the makeup falls from the sky or I don't, you know, things just come easy and it doesn't look that way. So on top of that, it's, it's just really inspiring Precisely. people that you can really do it. And wow, your support system, like big ups to your sister and your brother, like your entire family yeah. just did the absolute most. Absolutely. And I remember when my uncle, who's like a father figure to me, he told me that you will always get to a stage in life where you want to work for yourself. Mm. And that was basically his advice. Why not do it now? You don't have a husband, you don't have children, you don't have all of that. Why not do it now? And at this stage, I think I was like, I finished the vids probably 26 yeah i was probably 26 at the time i finished work and i finished my degree 26 going on 27 he was like just do it and yeah and then i did it after a credit of my brother credit is my brother he said okay i'm gonna give you three months after three months i'm not paying for your toiletries anymore and after that i'm from a single parent child uh, environment so contribution in the home is a real thing yeah. So he said to me, in six months, you have to be giving at home 2500 If you can't do that, then you have to go back to the workforce. And in six months, God opened doors for me. And then sort of like, you know, and after that, I think it was just accountability and time. And, you know, we all have these dreams, but we definitely need friends mm. uh, because... You know, your dreams can be valid, but not feasible for the time being, or rather it can be detrimental for everyone, like bleeding on everyone, which is not yeah. necessarily always nice. So I love a support system, but you must allow the support system to give you a time frame. Like I will support you for six months and this is what support looks like. So yes. that you yourself can also have an aim that like, okay, so you're not lazy. You need to get clients. You need to, do you know what I mean? This was like, we're speaking three years and a half ago. Mm. So And, and what did that yeah. framework look like? Yeah. Like, how did you how did you start what did you tell yourself in order to to get the train moving oh the main thing that i told myself i never really focused on clients and and i know that you previously asked me about competition mm. i genuinely believe and i don't want to sound like a broken record but i genuinely believe that your competition is yourself mm. for me 
there were some things that I didn't have. Like I had one brush set that my mom got to me when she traveled. I think it was two. And I said that I'm not going to buy more because first of all, it's going to decrease on my capital. Yeah. So I learned to use whatever equipment I had. I used to rewatch like creatives on YouTube and makeup. So I learned with what I had. Mm. And what I, what I was specific on was making sure. And I remember back then I didn't even know how to put on a lash. And because I didn't know how to put on a lash, I had to put all my energy on making sure that my blend and my eyes were perfect. Yeah. And because of that, in South African, in, in, like in the industry, I'm known for my eyes, the eye looks that I do. So the reason why I was able to sort of like create a path for myself was because I focused on the skill more than focusing on the marketing. Both yeah. equally important. But the brain of Vanessa back then was just like, there's a scripture. In Proverbs, it says, uh, do you see a man? And I've said this to, to Merv, and honestly, it was something that I fixated on. And yes. I like questioning God. Like, I love <laughs> finding verses, and I'm like, God, you said this. Mm. So I, 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 I don't know, eh? You don't come through, that means you're a liar. And you yeah. say to yourself that God is not a man, not. you should lie. Exactly. So if you're not a man that you should lie, then you must come through. And anyway, so this scripture in Proverbs says, um, do you see a man skilled in his work? They will serve before kings. And so I held on to that. I was like, God, it doesn't say, do you see a man great in marketing? It says, do you see a man skilled in his work? This skill is what you gave me. I didn't go. In fact, because my first client was not something that I uh, sought after. It's something Mm. that they asked me to do their makeup. Even my first brides, they asked me to do the makeup. My first adverts that I got, it was an email sent to me. So I was like, God, I never went sought out for these things. You came and you slayed these. You made people call me skilled. And therefore you said in your word, do you see a man skilled in his word that will serve before kings? Bring me before the kings. Mm. And so I just focused on the skill. And I won't lie to you. There's not a face I haven't done in South Africa that I desire to do. Not one. Mm. Not one. And I'm not trying to flaunt, but like... Yeah. I, back then, I wanted to do the people that I really, really respected. Uh, I was like, okay, I want to do Bonang. Then I did it. Then I was like, okay, I want a powerful woman that's strong. And DJ Zintle, then I did it. Then I was like, okay, no, I want to go to the old people like Basitana, Kumalo, you know, and all of that. Then it's, wow. I was working under the production and I got to interact with them. So I don't know, like, I, there's nothing that I feel like God hasn't, I don't know. I definitely feel like the people that are considered to be very exemplary people in this community, yeah. God definitely set me before them. And because of that, I don't believe in competition. I truly, truly believe that God, as you live your life, as you're doing what you're doing now, and it seems like I'm sure you've had people that are like, ah, she's just doing these little podcasts. But <laughs> honestly, you are setting the table. Your obedience every day to be persistent with me and say, Van, are we doing this today? Is small steps of God setting a table. And all those people that are saying that, ah, what is this? This is God setting a strong the, the right foot of a great table. And Amen. four years from now, he really will present you in a beautiful table before your enemies. And then you'll be like, how is this happening? And it's all it is. It was your obedience every single day. And you can't even explain. Like people will be like, how was the journey? Like even the question that you're asking me, how was the journey? It's yeah. hard for me to tell you. All it was was me saying that God, I'm going to call this person. And this person calls and what did I do? I replied to the email. It's a little mm. bit like you. Like all you did is like, ah, oh, what the hell? I can just ask. Let me ask. If they say no, it's whatever. It is, yeah. Mm. But it's, it's in that that you literally are creating a portfolio of obedience and that will set your table and your table will be so beautiful and your enemies will be like, 
how and then then in turn after time they're gonna be like ah, she's, it's just a mic and she just speaks but they don't understand the groundwork they don't and they're understand. gonna try and do it and it's the conversation that you had it's precisely and when in five years time they're gonna try and do it and someone asks you oh there's so many podcasts you're gonna be like it's hard to explain it's a little mm. bit like what you told me about there's so many makeup artists but i can't relate with them because the journey isn't the same yes. and i promise you five years from now we will be talking and i'll be telling you there's so many podcasts but you'll be like I can't relate. Like, yes, yeah. there's so many podcasts and they have their own journey and God bless them. But you can't even call it competition because it's not even, you don't think about it. They're not in your radar. You don't care yeah. about it. It's just, mm. it's whatever. Yeah. Wow. Like, I'm so blessed by the conversation. I don't know about, like, I'm just sitting here like, yo, like, take over. <laughs> I feel like I'm blessed by you. I'm so proud of really? you. Really? So Thank incredible. you. Thank you yes. so much. Like, absolutely. My, you know the thing, hey, like, this is why I think God just wants us to absolutely put our best into every single thing that we do. Because I was so inspired by you. Mm-hmm. The video you did with your sister on, on her YouTube channel, mm-hmm. it's called Just Merv. Is it Just Mervy? Mm-hmm. I'm plugging here. I'm plugging. I'm a yes, Just Mervy. Yes. <laughs> just Mervy on YouTube, guys. Please go check it out. It really is amazing. And they're really always throwing gems. Like, what Thank I absolutely so love about these sisters. I didn't even know they were related when I first started watching Unsaid Africa. But they're yeah. so wise and intelligent and mature and it's just amazing oh, to watch you. so what you said in that video that you did with her was that you never looked at because you were speaking about your your whole makeup career and everything and your beauty career because you're more than just a makeup yeah. artist i believe you are a beauty entrepreneur and so you oh, said you. you don't you don't look yeah. at vertical growth you don't look at i need to do for for argument's sake i need to do like queen elizabeth Absolutely. i need to do big people and from yes. there it really it changed my perspective because i was constantly trying to get from like celebrity to celebrity to celebrity and just like you said in the beginning of this podcast that some dreams are not feasible even though you know they're not impossible type thing and so it really just mm. humbled me and i was like man you're trying to draw the masses but you're running after the one or two and there's no guarantee why not just be authentic and bond with the people in the sense you know and that's why i shifted my please my can i vision. tell you so like i can't emphasize this enough like when people say how did you grow and stuff i promise you my biggest growth was because Sibongile referred me to Tato. Mm. I promise you. And how you get into the SABCs, it's because a random girl that knows a random girl that did your makeup. And that person happened to be the head director at Forbes. Mm. It's never like, we always think that like, oh no, it's the next celebrity. Even Rouge, I'm very grateful Mm. for her. What Rouge did for me was introduce me to the industry. And what the industry tends to do, when someone mentions your name in the industry, you now are almost qualified. It's it's the strangest thing. Like yeah. now you're well-spoken. You see how you are? You're well-spoken. But Thank it's weird. You. The moment Oprah says it, it almost seems like there's this huge thing to it. But yeah. it was always you. You were always well-spoken. Mm. So it's this weird thing that happens in the industry. Like So I 1000% believe it. And you'll see that even your biggest views will be from us commoners. And I'm telling to you, there honest, will be a time like... where DJs in jail. Mm. there'll definitely be a time where DJ Zinclair or Trevor Noah may be coming in town and you're going to be like, oh, let me just ask him. And he'll probably say yes. And you'll wow. see, like, it's so strange. They'll probably listen because it's Trevor Noah. Mm-hmm. But you'll see that the interaction and the learning where someone says, oh my God, this changed my life. is was from the common person. This commoner, just this random girl that you decided to have a, a exactly. conversation with. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, Absolutely. Guys, super, super blessed by this. Now let's, let's get into 
like more of the technicalities now of being not just mm-hmm. the makeup, but for now we're going to speak about the makeup artist side. There's a huge misconception yes. that okay, I can beat my face, great, I'm a makeup artist, so I can yes. I can do my face, I can do my sister's face and my aunt's face, and yeah, I did this one's face for her matric dance, and all of a sudden you think you're a makeup artist, and I'm yes. not throwing shade to anyone, yes. but I want you to please just. Yes. Just explain to us what it really takes to be a makeup artist, to be, you know, I'd like to say a beautician even, you know. Oh, this is such a hard conversation for me to have because I truly believe in, I didn't study to be a makeup artist, so you must understand mm-hmm. that. The only thing that I got from my education is infection control because I was sort of like in the hospital work. So, you know, what mm. infection control, what to use, what tools to use on which part of the body for contamination sake, right? So yeah. I think that's the part of my education that I took over to the beauty side. When you speak about being a makeup artist, honestly, for me, a makeup artist it's going to sound controversial, but it's truly even that girl that's doing the grade 11 dance makeup on her cousin. Okay. I, I don't want to differentiate her for myself. I think she's an artist. My love is for anyone that promotes... Do you know what it is? I, and I can't even tell you. The first time when I realized that like, oh my God, this is actually quite powerful. I had this lady and it was a very long time ago, like two, three years ago, probably just when I started to, yeah. when I did it full time. This lady came to me, she's like, oh, no, I'm going to a wedding. It's my, her husband's sister's wedding. Yeah. And she's like, Vanessa, like I've been, and you know, when you do your makeup, I like to talk to people. So I do the makeup and she's like, I feel like my husband isn't attracted to me anymore and all of that stuff. And obviously I haven't been married. And to be honest, even like a deep, deep relationship is not something that I've like, at the time I hadn't had a deep relationship or been in love or been married and all of that stuff. Mm. So I was like, wow, this is so deep. And I was just trying to learn more from her. Anyways, we speak and I sort of see the deficiencies in, in her marriage, but I say nothing and we sort of carry on. She gets home and I finish the makeup and she loves it. And she gets home and she tells me that Vanessa... I loved what you did to me today. I felt so confident. The next day she messages me, she's like, I don't remember the last time I had this kind of sexual experience with my husband. So it becomes tricky. And the reason why I say that story is because all I get is an hour and 15 minutes to make someone feel a certain way. And Mm. if that feeling makes them have an experience that they haven't had before, and it could be, and I know that it's superficial, but it's a small superficial act that makes someone feel deeply something either Mm. validated either i am seen so even like a matric dance you can go throughout your whole matric career and no one notices you so the reason why i say that that makeup artist is like me is for me it's the feelings after it if she made another girl feel like oh my god i'm so beautiful oh my god this day i was seen or makes a person's husband feel like he loved me i feel that art was performed do you know what i mean then we all did our part in art we did something we created something because i personally by god's grace Mm -hmm. i do have good skin Mm -hmm. i'm cute i'll I'll say that you know just for argument's sake Mm -hmm. but not everybody not everybody doesn't have acne not everybody doesn't have pimples or blemishes etc and so in that sense i'm privileged so most of the time i was always like i don't really vibe with the whole makeup thing and i started realizing that i was sort of judging people that Yes. wanted to put makeup on and everything because I realized that 
flip, this person is actually feeling really good about themselves. And even when I put makeup on, you know, even if I just outline my lips and just add a little bit of mascara, you know, it's just powerful. You know, you feel so empowered. It's just like the whole natural hair weave chat. And I just felt like at the end of the day, beauty is, the, your yes. definition of beauty is subjective to you. And whatever that makes you feel beautiful should totally subjective. be your decision. And not what other people deem Absolutely. to be beautiful for you. So for me, most of the time, I feel really comfortable in my own skin. And maybe it's deeper insecurities of like, maybe I don't know how to do this. Maybe I won't be able to, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But what is then yes. your opinion? I know you've iterated already that, you know what, putting makeup on makes people feel a lot more beautiful. And if you guys have seen videos where she actually interacts with these women, where she takes videos of them after, while she's applying the makeup, you can see that there's a glow and it's not just the highlights. It's actually, you know, like yeah. joy in their faces of, of yes. how amazing they feel, yeah. you know? So, so then yeah. what is your thing? Do you, yeah. I mean, do you leave it to the person to say, I want to put makeup on? I don't want to put makeup on. You apply makeup. Why, why do you personally apply makeup? Yes. Just before you go, one more thing. What do I say to a girl that is struggling to love herself with, these, with this moment of unrealistic beauty standards? It's such a good question because, first of all, I'm going to tell her that it's a journey and respect and love the journey. I feel like I got to love myself at 28. That's when I really truly loved myself. And it's not love myself because, oh my God, I reached any level. It's love myself because I've accepted that I am truly fearfully and wonderfully made. I think anytime the conversation is about love, I think we need to go back to the moral, to the love giver, to the law giver. In isolation, you won't love yourself because you're looking at yourself. It's like saying that like, or an Apple TV loves itself. But if you understand who the Apple, if the, I don't know how to say this. And I, I, I remember seeing this in the sermon that like, it's very hard for you to love you when you don't know your purpose, because it's going to be like, you always going to have this question of what's the point. And at least I've been there of what's the point and I can die tomorrow and no one is going to care. I've definitely had those thoughts. But I think that when you stop thinking about what's the point of why I'm here and change that to who brought me here to begin with. And therefore, you're no longer looking so internally because sometimes the problem and the insecurity with beauty is when you spend too much time looking too internally and therefore you, fo you forget about the point and our point in life is for us to have community and for us to have connection with a, a cross and a connection horizontal to God. You know what I mean? So connection up above and connection within our peers and, and with one another. So I would say before you discover what your insecurities are and all of that thing that the world says that, oh, you're not short enough, you're not tall enough, you don't have a big bum, you don't have small waist, what waist, before you look at yourself through those lenses, first look at how God looks at you. Because honestly, if it wasn't for him, you weren't going to be born. You weren't going to even be having this experience. And through that, can only through that, can you understand love? Can you understand beauty? You know, and so in the Proverbs, they say that, you know, God, look at all these beautiful things that are in this earth. Look at the, 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 the beautiful flowers and the splendor of the nature and imagine all of those things. God made you with even more intentionality. So sometimes when I just walk out and I look around, and I'm like, this is so beautiful. Oh my God, this is so beautiful. And that you must pause and think that the maker of all these things knows me, Vanessa Makole Unamaka by name. That thought overwhelms me. 
And when I look at myself in the mirror, I no longer look at myself through the standards of the world. I look at myself through the standards of God because he was in awe of me. I'm in awe of the nature, but he's in awe of me, me, little old me. And from there, I think the the shackles of societal standards break. And so that's what I would say to that girl. If you're in metric, don't be so fixated on yourself. Be fixated on the things of God and on of, of serving others. Don't be fixated. That's one thing I'm going to say. You love yourself by making your mission about other, by serving other people and loving the things God loves and being passionate and not liking the things that God doesn't like. So that's what I will say about beauty. Let me guess. You got so deep into the conversation that you didn't even realize that the episode was coming to an end. Well, don't worry yourself because next week, same time, same place, you're going to be getting a fire part two to this phenomenal conversation with the one and only Vanessa Makole Onamaka. For now, please do go interact with her on her Instagram page, Vanessa Makole, or her business account, Makole Made. This is Sakina Speaks and you know where to find me, Sakina Speaks underscore on Instagram and of course on any platform that you listen to podcasts on. Preferably Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you can go and subscribe and make sure that you'll be able to get notifications to each and every single new episode. Thank you for all of your support. Take care, stay safe and continue to be the absolute best version of yourself or working towards that in the best way you know how. Sakina has spoken.